Welcome to the Skillshot Pincast, probably episode 32, or Vault Edition, uh, version 2. <laughs> likely version, or 32, though. Yeah, likely 32. I, I'm Graham. I'm Kayla. And uh, you know that, though, probably. Um, <laughs> and uh, so we're doing another uh, just Graham and Kayla episode here, and so we're going to hit a bunch of points and uh, hopefully you have fun. Uh, gosh, where to start? Uh, let's talk about, uh, you know, pinball fun over the last couple weeks. Sure. Um, you just played SPL yesterday. Yeah, yesterday was SPL at Andrew Nunes' house. Um, so July 8th, 9th? Yeah. And then uh, he was the first host of the very first Seattle Pinball League tournament mm. back in 2009, which he won at his house. And he hasn't hosted since then. So it's nice. I wasn't at that first one, but it was nice to have a return to that and have Andrew still involved in it from the very start. But he had... Um, not that much space in the basement, uh, and 52 players is a full house. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see, he had a Spider-Man, 8-Ball Deluxe, uh, Austin Powers, Superstar, which is a one-player wedgehead, a Orbiter 1 that was un- not working, but not good for tournament play anyway, so that's mm. fine. He had a Matahari, a Strikes and Spares, a Tron... And I believe that was it, but yeah, not not a bad selection. Lots, of, you know, early solid states and a couple DMDs, and <clears throat> it just Tron had the Tron and Spider Man had the biggest lines for people to play. Um, and yeah, we just we spent a lot of time out in the sun, like enjoying pizza and like beers and just waiting for <laughs> games to open up. But it you know it it's part of the fun of just being there around all the pinball people. Yeah, I mean, especially especially when you've got a, a real community like we've gotten. We'll talk about pinball communities here later on in the mm-hmm. show. Um, yeah, so much of it is just the community and socializing. Like, you know, um, it's it's been mentioned before, and we were just talking about it uh, a moment ago before we were recording. But you know, I haven't played more than one tournament in the last three yeah. or four years. So, <laughs> uh, but I I still get out there and I'm social, and it's like mm-hmm. I love my pinball family. Absolutely, I love it. It just feels good. Um, <laughs> while you were at SPL and then later Olaf's, I was, uh, I was also in Ballard, uh, went down there for the Ballard Seafood Festival because they had, uh, music and it was a great lineup mm-hmm. actually, but I ended up, uh, missing watching my friends play, which I've seen them twice in the last three months. So it's not that big oh, deal, yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, because I ended up staying at, uh, Brian and Claire's longer than I expected. And they're, they're always wonderful hosts mm-hmm. and there were a lot of great people there. And, uh, yeah, I know. house up for them last summer. It was really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was, you were taking care of Winston while yeah. you were there too. Yeah. He's such a cute dog. He really is cutie. He's got one floppy ear and one ear that perks up. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, I in particular love going over to their place because Brian gets a lot of, um, like 70s, 80s ballet games mm-hmm. and that's my sweet spot. That's yeah. my real house. I, He's got Dolly, 8-Ball Deluxe, mm-hmm. uh, Paragon. Paragon and uh, Future Spa and mm-hmm. $6 Million Man and uh, there are a couple others too. But anyway, it's it's great. A lot of wide bodies. Yeah. And he's got a few out on uh, location too. Do you have that hot dog in there? He doesn't have hot dog in there. Mm-hmm. So I think that must be in storage because I don't think that's out on, you know. On uh, route, yeah. <clears throat> un- unless it's, it's not out of ball, is it? No, it hasn't okay. been there for a while. Okay. There was a, a nice point in time where Adaball had all five Valley White bodies in a row. Mm, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful times. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but that was a great time. Um, it's always wonderful when you end up eschewing plans because you're having too good of a time somewhere yeah. else. So 
Thanks again, Brian and Claire, who sure. I, I don't think they listen to the podcast, but you know, regardless, thanks yeah, guys. They're fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I managed to make it onto the second round of the SPL tournament too, yeah. which is good. <clears throat> um, two people, like my, there's a group of four and the, the scoring is, you know, seven, five, three, one. If you get first in the game, you get seven points, then five, then three, then one. And then top 16 with the highest amount of cumulative points move on to the next round. And we had two 25s in my group, myself and Greg Harding, both finished with 20, scores of 25. 23 was a tiebreaker, so we were set. <laughs> mm. But then I got in a, <clears throat> a group with James Eads, and he got two wins right off the bat. And then a three-game match, that's all it takes. Mm-hmm. Third game was just for fun. Like, he was – because one person from each group moves on to the finals. Gotcha. And he was going to be the one. Yeah. So. I didn't oh. stick out to the end, but congratulations to whoever won. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure if, you, if you're interested in finding out who won, you could probably go to skill-shot.com. Mm-hmm. Or, or find it on Facebook somewhere. Yeah, yeah it's sure out there somewhere. Posting. But the other funny thing I was going to mention is that I showed up just in time to register for the tournament, and I saw Raymond, right, who's the first person I saw. I was wearing my Portland pinball shirt, and he was also wearing his Portland pinball shirt from mm. this year, and he mm-hmm. goes, you're the fourth one here today. I was like, what? Wow. So myself, Raymond Davidson, Julie Gray, and Josh Bartlett all were wearing the same T-shirt Delightful. for Portland. Yeah. So we had to take a group photo. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, a week ago, uh, Kayla and I were also out uh, having fun with pinball mm-hmm. folks at Rod Olson's house, uh, his 4th of July party, which I've heard about for years, but never made it down to until this year. Gosh. What a good it, time. So good. Oh, man, it was so overwhelming just to even, like, show up. Like, I mm-hmm. I walked up, and you're like, you like you just see, like, two dozen people you know immediately. Yeah. And so, just, hi, hello, hi, hello, just beelining through the yeah. house. And it's like, oh, <laughs> grab set a, my things shove down. a brownie in my face. And, oh, mm-hmm. sorry, can't talk. I've got yeah. a brownie. And then just make it to the backyard before I settle in. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. you were there for, like, an hour, an hour and a half before I even saw you, too. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I saw you from upstairs when I was playing um, Mustang upstairs in Rod's house, and I saw you in the backyard. but. Mm. Yeah, um, apparently there was somebody that Brad thought looked like me, uh, or Brett, yeah, and uh, he, he thought he saw me like twice before I was actually there, and then Gordon turned to him at some point and was like, oh, Graham's here, and he's like, no, that's not Graham. Like, I, I saw him, that's not Graham. It's like, no, 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 seriously, Graham's here. That's Graham, look yeah. at them. Um, yeah, great times, Rod has an awesome collection of games, mm-hmm. um, and he keeps them in great condition too, and you know, a bunch of great people that want to play with you. And, oh, mm-hmm. man, I, I rocked that shadow later in the night. Oh, nice. Oh, so hard. I love that game. Mm-hmm. That's definitely, like, one of my top five or ten that I would own if I if I could. I think that's uh, another one that's got lightning flippers on it. Is Does it really? I'm not sure. Maybe I'm just making it up. But we had, were just talking about games with lightning flippers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you probably listened to that episode two weeks ago when yeah. we were talking about lightning flippers with Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um that would be a game that I would love to showcase. Uh, yeah. I, I'm a big fan of The Shadow. But anyway, yeah. So it was a great time. Lots of good people. Uh, fireworks display like crazy. Went on for ages. They spent $1,000 on those fireworks. Oh, yeah. And it showed. It was so <laughs> much fun and uh, so many sparklers. And uh, I, oh, invented, I can't wait for this. Yeah. <laughs> invented a new thing, for me at least, um, where you have a sparkler while fireworks are going on and it's your wizard wand and you are creating the fireworks. <laughs> it's a uh, very empowering as the holder of the sparkler wand. And, uh, if you're, if you're timing it well, then you're going to impress the people around you. Yeah. So it's delightful. <laughs> and I highly awesome. recommend it for all of you next year. FYI shadow is not a, flip, a lightning pinball game. <laughs> okay. Fair <laughs> Just enough. Just looked up. 
Um, then the other, do you remember this? The else, the other fun thing that we did was an aperture shot of sparklers with our pinball initials. Yeah, that's right. That was amazing. I yeah. can't wait to see those Me photos. Too. Yours was the best. Oh, I was so psyched about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our uh. friend, uh, two friends that I met in Wales when I was there last year, they're from London originally, uh, Lisa Vu and James Trott. They have relocated to Seattle. James got transferred from Microsoft and now he lives here, which is great. And so we invited, I invited them out to Rod's house and all sorts of fun jokes about independence from the English ensued because (laughs) they were the only (laughs) English people at an American party (laughs) (laughs) about independence. Um, But James brought out his nice camera and set it up on his tripod and framed everything well and gave very proper instructions on, you know, how to set the, the scene and then light your sparkler. And when he says go, write your initials backwards in three seconds and this slow shutter speed would capture all the light on that so hopefully you're they turned out right you know you can always write it forwards and he can flip the photo backwards sure but i saw graham's photo and it was amazing yeah i was really excited like i i had watched a few people do theirs first Mm -hmm. and you know kind of thought that i had it down and uh I get it started, like, I get my uh, sparkler lit, and he's having difficulty with the camera. I remember him specifically saying, uh, the camera doesn't like you, yeah. (laughs) And so we're waiting and waiting, my sparkler's slowly, you know, winnowing down. And uh, I finally, he finally says, go, and I go. And he says, okay, it was fine, but you need to do twice the speed. Like, Mm -hmm. I guess I just wasn't fast enough. And so I only, at that point in time, I only had enough sparkler to go through one more motion. And I whipped through it. And as I'm approaching the camera, um, like my sparkler went out almost immediately after I was done. Mm-hmm. As, as I'm approaching the camera, and I had not met this man until that night, but oh, he was wow. like, G-A-K, right? And I was like, yes. <laughs> so, you know, the cameraman was looking at the photo and it was clearly legible. So I was very yeah. happy. I knew that it was going to be a good photo before I even mm-hmm. looked at it. Because the K turned out really thin because it was the sparkler was almost out. At that right. Point. Yeah. Yeah. It looks amazing. I can't wait for him to post those. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that, too. Uh, they were lovely people. It was really nice to meet them. Who came up with that? Was that Nicole's Nicole, idea? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounded about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of what I remember. There were a lot of drinks that night. Yeah. So, you know, some of the memories are blurry. Sure. <laughs> Actually, totally non sequitur. But uh, the night prior to that, I was at a, a friend of a friend's barbecue. And I don't remember getting home. Oh. <laughs> Like, it definitely happened. That totally four-day fine. weekend just destroys you. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't remember the very end of the barbecue or the, like, half an hour bus ride hmm. <laughs> that it took. But I, here like we are, Graham's at home. <laughs> I, safe and sound, safe and sound. And I, I tried to ask if I conducted myself well because I only knew one person there. And, right. Uh, you, you're like, do I have to do any damage control here? Right. And, uh, you know, I only got jokes in return when I was saying, but seriously, like, was I on good behavior? Like, was that okay? Like, oh, yeah. So I, I trusted that means that everything was fine. Sure. Like, up until that point, I was making a good impression on people. So yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah, but Rods was awesome <laughs> to mm-hmm. circle back to where we were. Um, such a good time. Spank Your Tank was incredible. Yeah. I was bad luck charm for a lot of teams. Apologies. Well, we also cheated at that around that you can join us. That's true. I guess but that's every, really on you. Everyone, <laughs> see, the thing is, everyone cheats. We just had our cheat on the outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, Raj gets, uh, does a bracket tournament, and he gets several different um, sizes of tanks that have explosives in them, fireworks, and gives you a kit with all these other firecrackers and smoke bombs and bees. And you're supposed to use just what's in the kit to build your tank and make it as best as possible. And then they put super glue around it to, like, you know, heighten the flammability of it. And so they get two blowtorches. They put it in a cage match. And they say, 
on my left is this team and my right is this team battle they all go off and then it's crowd applause based on who wins Mm -hmm. classic applause Mm -hmm. meter there's a lot of fun uh, the final two tanks in the finals were that was like, amazing. Yeah, they were like Voltron tanks. They yeah. were just uh, fireworks. They were good, like foot fireworks. High. Yeah, and uh, the winners out of all the teams were the kids. Yeah, which was pretty awesome. It was they cool. They were to, so stoked. They were so stoked, and they were running around that hoisting trophy. that trophy yeah. that was like half their size. <laughs> right. Yeah, oh, it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, so. we uh, ended up like taping match heads to ours, which mm-hmm. I've seen several teams do in the past. Like this is this was not my idea. It just, people do it. Mm, mm, mm. We were just more obvious about it. And then we took uh, Snap-Its and taped them to that. (laughs) It was a good time. And always, you know, donned it with a new Lighter of the Month Club sticker designed by John Chad of (laughs) of Drop Target Zine for uh, our Skillshot sticker on our tank. Gotta have the branding. Yeah, exactly. And Nicole uh, made an origami table for our tank to sit on. That's right. Out of a Skillshot issue. But that was the first thing that you were called out on, unfortunately. Even though it was such a trifling matter. You know, they had that bag, and that was considered innovative. Well, that's because the bag actually came with (laughs) the tank, yeah. Uh Granted, I understand the reasoning behind it, but still. Sure. (laughs) Um, I guess they deserve to win, but we did get a lot of style points. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well... Yeah. Uh, is there anything else to talk about regarding Rot? I mean, there's plenty, I'm sure, but my memory is fuzzy from it for all the obvious reasons. Yeah, no, I, th- I think it was just all around just good time. Um, he was supposed to have a band. They ended up having to cancel, but mm. that's okay. Uh, a number of years ago, he had a Pat, Pat Benatar cover band play, oh, and that was excellent. I bet. Yeah, I have... I've done Rod's house for the last five years. Like I oh, haven't wow. stopped. That's where I go. <laughs> you know? It's just so much fun. He's got games on free play, lots of great people. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer made it out, which was excellent. It was yeah. so good to see her. She earlier this summer broke her kneecap riding her bike, which is really sad. And she's been kind of like on the mend at home. So it was nice to get her out there. Yeah, absolutely. It was good to have her out there. Yeah. Hope you guys had a happy and safe fourth. No injuries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, it's a fun pinball summer. Um, I'm hoping to play some games when I'm in Europe. Uh, Kayla is taking her trip for nothing but games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pinburg. I know I'm trying to like squeeze in some more friend time because my, my friend, Jessie Kra, she, uh, she's a tattoo artist out there and I've known her for a number of years. And I realized that I'm going to spend so much time at replay effects that I need to like dip out early or something, just like hang out with her. Mm. Uh, she's going to go one of the days so that we can actually spend time together. Oh, cool. And then I fly in a date early so we can... Maybe she's planning on giving me a couple tattoos, which would be fun. Cool. Yeah. You got some stuff picked out already? or She's got some like monster finger puppet flash art that she's done. Huh. And it's really cute, and I love it. Like I love just like monster tattoos, and so I've asked for those, and I'm brainstorming on a pinball one, too. Word, word. We'll see how it goes. I, uh, I, I just got my first tattoo uh, two months ago, and I actually got it touched up on oh, Wednesday. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, it's a map, so there were a couple particular things that yeah. I wanted to have corrected. Um, so I'm happy about that. But anyway, Kayla and I have talked about pinball tattoos semi-jokingly, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it is in the back of my head. Like, yeah. what would be a good pinball like tattoo? Like, Heather Willett has a really great one. It's the Bally logo um, that's on the apron of Bally's, like the old one, where it's just got, like, a woman, like, kind of Art Deco style. Hmm. And it's just, it's very pretty. And she's got that on her forearm. And then Nicole Hyatt has um, has Bally logo on her, I think on her collarbone hmm. or on her, I think it's on her arm somewhere. But yeah, both of those are pretty nice. And then I think one of the silliest but slash coolest ones I've seen is 
Eric Morales has extra ball on his knuckles. Oh <laughs> so it's E-R-X-T-A. Wait. X-T-R-A. Yeah, X-T-R-A. Yeah. B-A-L-L. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is the time that I get my flipper on my finger tattoo. We'll see. Oh, man. <laughs> hand tattoos. I don't think I, I'll yeah. ever be a hand tattoo person. I'm a little person. scared of it. We'll see. Yeah. My, my one and only tattoo is usually covered by clothing. So mm-hmm. it, it's a slow coming out party. Sure. Um, <laughs> Well, um, well, so if you have ideas on good pinball flash art, feel free to email us at <laughs> Skillshot Fincast at this time at gmail.com. Yeah. But by the time you hear this, I'll have already gotten it or not gotten it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you feel free to send your ideas. Absolutely. <laughs> if it's good enough, maybe I'll I got take plenty of real estate left. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's, uh, speaking let's, of mail, do you want to? Yeah, let's do mailbag. Mailbag. Here's the mail, it never fails. It, it makes me want to <laughs> wag my tail. When it comes, I, I want to wail. Mail. <laughs> Blues Clues pinball would be yeah. kind of fun. That would be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get over, over our heads here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bridge too far, yeah. Well, we've gotten, you know, we got quite a few emails in the last week, which is great because we actually don't get very many at all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, take that as a cue. If you feel like reaching out to us and telling us a story or whatever, yeah. maybe we'll read it on the air. Doesn't even have to be about pinball. Just write into us. Yeah. We, we like to get them. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I'm going to read two that I got in the last uh, couple weeks. One is from our new friend, Jared, who was at the tournament yesterday. And he, so I'm, I'll just read it verbatim. Um, he says, this email is going to come off as a complaint about coin off pinball but I'm actually intending the feedback as an opportunity to grow my pinball skills as fast as possible and how to adapt to different quality of level of games. Background, uh, coming from the virtual pinball world, all of my machines are pristine and consistent. Flipper strength is never in doubt. All shots are capable of being made. In reality, in real life, not all pinball machines are the same. When I play Medieval Madness at Shorties versus at Attaball, I notice that I really struggle at the Attaball one because of the weaker flipper strength. Um, the problem is, unfortunately, I am letting this become a deterrent to, to me to play certain games as I feel I'm, I'm hitting shots I need. But for example, I could not even hit the damsel uh, rescue at Attaball. How do you ap- approach and adapt in a situation like this? Are flipper strengths managed by operators to be weak and protect the, the longevity of the game or to challenge the dif- difficulty? I simply would like to get a couple of takes on how a noob like myself can simply play through these challenges and crush their friends. <laughs> I love this email. It's so great. <laughs> and I spent a few few days thinking about it and just like the best answer I could give him is that, you know, every game is, uh, has different levels of wear. And especially like if you come up to a machine that someone's been playing for an hour or so, like maybe they got replay after replay after replay, those coils get a little tired. And the flipper accuracy starts to deteriorate. Whereas you let the game sit for a little bit, the power comes back and they get a bit more crispy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, part of it's missing shots and that's operator error. Uh, but the machine just gets fatigued as well. But yeah, each machine is going to be different. And it's a big, it's a, it's a really good point. Because like, yeah, in virtual pinball, it's the exact same way every single time. Mm-hmm. Like, if you catch on the left, it's always going to catch on the left. And you know, correct me if I'm wrong, skillshoppincastum at gmail.com, uh, but uh, I, the the lifespan of a flipper coil, I think, mm-hmm. affects it, too. Like, certain games are going to have a harder time bouncing back 
Yeah. Uh, depending on how much time has passed or how much... Uh, how many flips how many you've gotten out of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the, the newer games, you're going to you're gonna see that deterioration happen a lot less often mm-hmm. just because you know that they've got nice new flipper coils. Sure. Probably solid wire. Or they've had there. a rebuild on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that I have a machine at my house, what's neat in the operator settings is you can go and do audits on how many times the left flipper has been pressed and how many times the right flipper has been yeah. pressed. How many times it's drained out the left outline versus the right outline. Yeah, so you know center. when to change your oil. There. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Your coil. Yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> coil change every 600,000 miles. Or, mm-hmm. I don't know. No, it's not that much. <laughs> every 30,000 flips. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Cool. So, yeah, I really liked that. And, um, I yeah, I'm glad that he made it out to SPL, and I'm excited that he's trying to, you know, involve himself in the Seattle community. Yeah, uh, we welcome most people with open arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would have you have to be a real shithead for us not to welcome you yeah. with open arms. So you know, don't be shy. I actually like was telling a friend yesterday, like the people on the bottom of my like interest of talking to in the pinball community and there's only like five people that i like absolutely don't want to talk to ever and Mm -hmm. only like two of them live here (laughs) yeah perfect so that's worldwide (laughs) yeah out of scores and scores Mm -hmm. if not hundreds of people yeah totally let's you had another one uh from rhode island that's worth talking about yeah, so this... Or we had um, another one, I should say. Uh, Kayla's holding her phone and looking at it, so right. I say you. <laughs> uh, you know, forgive me if, if I'm reading this out of uh, out of context here, but like, since it didn't go straight to our Pencast email, um, he, sent, he hit me up on Facebook and okay. then gave me his email address, and we've had a small correspondence. Um, this is from Jeffrey Bondaroo from Rhode Island, and he was asking me on for tips on how to, like, better the community and you know involvement in pinball in his city and he was saying like says so up until now the rhode island scene has consisted of rhode island pinball r.i.p for short (laughs) which is a pretty good name Mm -hmm. um it's been run by a private collector who has who has half of his 40 games in a semi-public space about 25 minutes outside the city but draws people from boston um because boston doesn't have as good of a selection as his location. So he and I have been talking and we want to go forward with the name, RIP name, as part of his location and also as part of the funnel to grow pinball in the state. And he was saying, like, uh, they have the New England Pinball League. <clears throat> um, and let's see, his, only, his location is only open one day a week when New England Pinball League is going on and he takes some weeks off when the league isn't running. Providence has a few machines scattered across the city, including one amazing Matahari. But with the opening of the shelter, this new barcade, it gives more opportunity to reach more people. Right now, in a good week, we get 16 people during our uh, pinball league with the occasional straggler. Shelter has about 14 pins, and since it opened this month, they're pulling in more money than the, than the arcade machines. So there's some interest in building organically, but I want to start welcoming people in. They're starting a selfie league this month at the shelter, and they'll be, uh, let's see... Uh, and he's wondering, I'm wondering your thoughts on how to get new people interested and also make new people interested in pl- to play in tournaments once they find out um, how good some of the players are. Yeah, he's saying that like a lot of players don't want to come in new because they, f- they see the, the level of play from others and they feel like they won't win and it's not worth their time. Hmm. So, yeah, that's... That could be hard to get around, but, um, you know, if, if, if you've got a... 
if if you're concerned about building a community, developing a community anyway, then it's going to be the same things that you would do mm-hmm. um, in general that that you'd do to try to draw in and you know make those those new folks comfortable. Yeah, you're going to go out and play with them in non-competitive settings and exactly. encourage them and give them a lot of tips and you know make it a part of the evening at large and 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 find a way to set them up to have one really good game you know yeah. what i mean because once people have that once that unlocks and they have that sense of accomplishment people want to chase that feeling mm-hmm. that's what happened to me and i think that's what happened to most of us you know yeah because once you have one good moment you just think about that and that kind of you know powers you through even mm-hmm. bad games and once also realizing that like not everyone's watching you play and like recording your personal history right going like oh yeah every time that guy shows up he sucks at it (laughs) so like they're mostly most people are just engrossed in their own game and their own performance and they're not really stressed about what you're doing like they're not kind of just going like well that guy's an easy mark and we're gonna win every time yeah most people are saying like oh that guy's really great and i'm gonna lose and it's always about themselves so yeah like having like a weekly meetup where it's just Maybe it's half price pinball or like half price drinks or some kind of thing where it just enc- encourages people to come in one day a week and just really enjoy themselves um, in a non non like IFPA sanctioned tournament. So it's not worth like points or money. Mm-hmm. Have a free tournament or do or, something where like you wear eye patches. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, novelties in a tournament. One handed t- tournament. Or, yeah, like equalizers where you know like the best players suddenly have to adjust and. Mm-hmm. You know. Like the Shorty's Tommy tournament where people play blindfolded and they have a Great partner example. that tells them when to flip. Those are fun and they're just goofy. And then you can go to work on Monday and say, yeah, I played in this really weird pinball tournament and it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, I, I hope the Northeast or the yeah Northeast, the New mm-hmm. England pinball scene and the Rhode Island pinball scene continues to grow. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, just being encouraging and social when it comes down to, right? Yeah. Mm, well, uh, we also have our hundred game challenge. Do we want to? Update oh on yeah, that? let's give an update on that. Mm. <laughs> the, the people want to know, Graham. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to know. <laughs> so we are on to game fifty three now. We've played a little over half of our challenge. Graham is sitting at twenty one wins, and I have thirty two. Okay, so it's just shy of of the single digits. There's there's still a chance, but you know. Well, eleven gap, eleven game gap. It's not too terrible. It's, mm-hmm. it's doable. And I, I've said this to Kayla uh, off air, but uh, if if I'm able to end our hundred game challenge within single digits of you, mm-hmm. then I'll consider it a success Absolutely. personally. But so. Graham gets on a tear here and there. He'll just get like three and four in a wet in a row. Yeah, I get my moments. I'm mm-hmm. I'm very much like up and down. Like I, I'm, I'm too much of a mercurial player. You yeah. Know? Like I very much fall in and out of the zone. Like mm-hmm. consistency is probably my biggest like issue at large. Yeah. I think, I feel like that's most people's issue too. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Like I can't keep a good beat on that drum set because I don't practice that much. Well, but fair enough. You do. <laughs> yeah, um, Hmm. Well, uh, we'll, we'll keep on plugging away. Um, uh, I guess we'll probably really resume our, our hundred game challenge sometime in August. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm just going to go ahead and say that September, October are going to be heavy months for us in our 50, yeah. in our hundred game challenge. Yeah. We'd like to get it wrapped up by the end of the year. That'd be nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're not sweating bullets at the end. And when we played Dracula last week, Graham's only, uh, you know, caveat was that we don't allow that to be equated into our, uh, challenge. 
because I own the game at my house. Yeah. Which is a little unfair advantage. Like I had the home field advantage. Yeah. Although to be fair, I think I think uh, we were I, about even. Yeah, I think you won more than I did, but it wasn't by much, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had Towards a handful the end, of games. You started games. having some really good balls. Mm-hmm. Really good, great games. And it felt good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Chasing that dragon. All right. Well, yeah, mailbag and hundred game challenge. We're gonna keep on moving. We're gonna do something kind of stupid where we're gonna talk about <laughs> sports analogies and how they equate to pinball. Uh, I got a list in front of me. Most of these are not good. So let's just mostly spitball mm-hmm. looking at each other. Graham was, um, he came over and he was watching the Euro Cup finals. Oh, yeah. That's how we started talking about it. And I was thinking like, oh, it'd be interesting to kind of like relate different games of pinball to different sports. Like baseball is a whole lot of waiting around and like, oh, someone scored. And it kind of just like gets more exciting towards the end and kind of ramps up to that. Whereas basketball is like, thrills and excitement and points all abound the entire time mm-hmm. and soccer is kind of like a spotty it's more like baseball i guess too. yeah yeah you're just waiting for those rare moments mm-hmm. where something breaks out i mean baseball's got so many analogies there's so many terms from baseball that people don't even think of as sports analogies because they've just permeated our culture so much mm-hmm. um and some of them are really obvious, like, you know, three strikes, three balls. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you drain a ball, that's a strike, I guess, right? Um, ooh, golly jeepers. Glossary of English language idioms derived from baseball. <laughs> uh, batting a thousand, I guess, is mm. you, you're hitting all your shots. Yeah. Straight up. Um, pinch hitter, if you're on a pinball team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Designated hitter, pinch hitter. Um if you're in the big leagues, I guess you're uh, you're stepping up to tournaments that uh, um, you're you're a competitor in a major tournament mm-hmm. that uh, you know normally wouldn't be. Bush League, of course, is amateur hour stuff. Uh, <laughs> no big deal, though. <clears throat> now, cleanup hitter. There we go. That's a good one to use, especially with team-based stuff. So, the cleanup hitter is like you know maybe a pinch hitter or a designated okay. hitter who that when you're um, when you're um, Maybe behind, ideally, uh, near the end of a game, you need somebody to step up and be a big bat and there. Just clean up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, hmm, same thing goes with closer. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, curveball, I guess, would be a. The English on the ball? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the machine does that to you. Mm-hmm. Going to extra innings, I guess, would be. Extra balls? I guess so. Mm-hmm. Why not? Um, hmm. Grand Slam, wizard mode, I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, boy. Foul ball would be a tilt. Mm, no, that's, yeah. It's like. Is that a missed shot? Yeah, I think, I think a foul, I think a tilt would be, mm, because a foul ball, you're not even out yet with a foul ball. so That's true. That's a danger. Yeah, I guess a foul ball is kind of a danger, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, hmm. Super jackpot would be full count. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, full count, actually. Here I am just, <laughs> you're throwing stuff out there, and I'm going to just keep correcting you on baseball. Yeah, there we go. Because <laughs> a full count is actually Two when... strikes and three balls, right? Mm-hmm. So, th- so that wouldn't be so much a jackpot. Uh, that would be... Or a super jackpot kind of thing? N- no, no, because like you don't, you're still a bat. You haven't even hit it yet. Super gotcha. jackpot, you're like scoring. You know, That's more like a home mm-hmm. run or something. Um, a full count would be like, um, maybe you've, okay, here we go. Yeah, sort of, but you're still in it. Mm -hmm. So like, let's say that you've gotten, okay, here's, here's a full count. You've trapped the ball. 
you can take a shot, but you've got two tilt warnings. Mm -hmm. So like things are kind of stacked against you, but at the same time, you're still in it. You might even have my full count. Two balls on one flipper and one ball on the other. You might have them trapped like that. Oh, full count there. I like that. that. It's, it's not balls. a perfect analogy, but uh, but it seems to make sense With for a full count. Warnings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good. I, three I balls, like two tilt warnings. Yes, yeah. that's great. Yeah, that okay. <laughs> three balls trapped, two tilt warnings. We're gonna call that a full count yeah. from here on out. I <laughs> like Stephen Bowden. Add that to your pinball dictionary. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Oh, well, here's one. Uh, Monday morning quarterback is. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> a Monday morning quarterback. I'll just read the definition Thank here you. because it'll be better than me trying to, you know, stumble through it. But a person who criticizes or passes judgment with the benefit of hindsight. Oh, is this like a so water cooler conversation thing? Pretty much. Exactly. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, hindsight is 2020. Uh, let's just say. Oh, I'm just going to pick somebody randomly let's say sagel is complaining about that never happens no i know i know but like i said it's totally random bullshit (laughs) um complaining about you know how how a game went the night before and if i had only hit this one shot Mm -hmm. or you know this one thing went the way that it shouldn't have and yada 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 and this is what i should have done um that's monday morning yeah Yeah. quarterbacking there uh yeah aaron mcabee a number of years ago asked me a question that kind of permeates with me all throughout the, that time it's like do you what do you think about more like the shots that you missed or the shots that you made like mm. games that you won or sh- games that you lost sure yeah i think i think about ones that i lost or <laughs> <laughs> how i could have done things differently yep absolutely absolutely oh boy uh we could keep going for a while uh well saved by the bell is right in front of me so i'm gonna say this i think that's I've saved by the bonus show. yeah sure when <laughs> i wake up in the morning oh yeah but uh you know it's a boxing term um you know you would be knocked out potentially, but the bell hits. So somehow you make it through. I'm going to say that, you know, saved by the bell and pinball is when it's more of saved by the bonus mm-hmm. when uh, you're just behind, but the bonus puts you right over the top. Maybe, yeah. And like you're not out. It's ball three. You have failed to reach their score, but that bonus, maybe you got that multiplier and you just mm-hmm. match it up. Um, anyway, um, we should probably move on. Sure, here. That was kind of fun though. That was fun. I had a good time. Uh, we're going to play a game that we've never tried before. It might not go very well. And, and then, uh, and then we'll catch you the next time. But, uh, uh, for lack of a, a better title, I'll just call it the ABCs of pinball. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what we're going to do, Kayla and I are going to, uh, go back and forth, uh, naming, uh, pinball game that starts with the, whatever the next letter is. Okay. Um, so like you and I don't have to both do an A. No. So yeah, you'll do A, I'll do B. Exactly, exactly. And I'm going to give us uh, five seconds apiece for this. We're going to try to make it to Z. Uh, if we fail, then that's a point for the other person if they can pick it up on that same letter. All right, you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay, uh, here I go. Avatar. Bonsai Run. Uh, Cactus Canyon. Uh, Dragon Fist. Uh, Elvira and the Party Monsters. Fishtails. Gorgar. High speed. Indiana Jones. Um, oh, no. K. Oh, uh, you're J. Oh, wait. You're uh, 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 Jackpot. Uh, no, I have K. Ugh. <laughs> right. Uh, you can steal. I've hit five seconds. I don't think I can. <laughs> I don't know. All right, then we're just going to stop and come up with a K here for a minute together. No no scored points here. All right. Um. There's got to be a K. 
Okay. There's definitely a K. King something or other. Yeah, I played a really rare one that there's only eight in the world called Kingpin. Kingpin, there we go. Yeah, that old Capcom game. Excellent. Okay. Um, L for me then? Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, that was uh, five seconds. Now I've got five seconds to steal. Um, Oh, my goodness. I don't have it. Damn. We're failing. It's hard, actually. Yeah, like now that we're done with our momentum, I think this might peter out. Um, gosh, then what's an L one for us? Uh, you used to have one at your house. Oh, yeah, Lord of the Rings and yeah. Lethal Weapon <laughs> popped in my uh-huh. mind, too. All right, I'll take M, Medieval Madness. And No Good Gophers. No Good Gophers. Oh, we were just talking about this Orbiter one. Popeye. Uh, Quicksilver. Red and, Red and Ted's Roadshow. Uh, scared Stiff. Tales of the Arabian Nights. You, we were talking about, and yeah, I don't remember I don't any of them. There are any U's that we could find. Okay, well, you're welcome to throw one out there that if you remember it from before. The Universal was the only one that we. Could oh, come that's up right. With. Okay. <clears throat> um, v Vector. Uh, Whitewater. Xenon. Uh, why, why? Oh my goodness. Mm, nothing's coming to mind. Okay. Um, I'm drawing a blank, too. There's only one listed on the Wikipedia <laughs> list of pinball games. Okay, the fair enough. And Z, we were struggling with, but we were looking it up earlier. Mm-hmm. I'll just say Zipadoo. <laughs> yeah. Zigzag. Zigzag. Yeah. Yukon um, is a Y. Oh, there we go. That was the one. Yeah. Um, well, uh, so. We, a little we, more difficult than you think. Absolutely, but it was a I'm good time. I'm sure that there are plenty more on there. We just found a very basic list on Wikipedia that we're like, okay, what about X games or Z games or Q? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that you won it by a nose because you technically had one steal. But mm-hmm. uh, either way, we powered through. We got most of the letters. That mm-hmm. first, the first like uh, what ten letters went yeah. really quickly. Easy. So you know, kudos to us. Yeah, excellent. High five from across the room. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I, am just gonna, well, we'll go through our regular plugs because why not? But, yeah. um, we literally just recorded the last episode right. before this. So, um, you know, we're not gonna have any additional personal plugs, uh, of, of note, but, uh, you know, Let's like see, when is this episode coming out? This will come out, uh, the very, it's either the very last week of July or the very first week of August. I think it's the 27th. Is that right? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, because this next one's coming out this week. Yeah, so it'll be the 27th. So if you're listening to this now and you're in Pittsburgh, come say hi to me. Uh, I'll be at Replay FX. If if you're in Portugal or Spain, come say hi to me. Yeah. I'll be there. (laughs) (laughs) And also, actually, if you you know where I could play pinball in Barcelona, uh, write into us mm-hmm. at skillshotpincast at gmail.com. There's would, gotta be somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure it's somewhere in that city. Yeah, at Libs, at Lisbon. 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 Yeah, that's what. Uh, but but when this comes out, I'll have already uh, passed through Lisbon. Oh, I'll gotcha. be in South Portugal and then headed over to Barcelona. Uh, skillshotpincast at gmail.com. We always want you guys to write in. We love hearing from you. Uh, like us on Facebook, Skillshot. Like us on Facebook, Skillshot Pincast. Follow us on Twitter at Skillshot. Go to the website, skill-shot.com. Uh, give to our Patreon. We love having Patreon supporters. It's a great way to subscribe. We'll give you shout outs. There are some other prizes to be, you know, rewards to be had mm-hmm. there. Um, Patreon.com. Uh, just search for Skillshot. And uh, yeah, we really appreciate your support. Um, gosh, what else? Am I missing anything? 
Thanks to the Real Pills for our excellent intro song. Still. As always. Yeah. So good. Never get sick of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Thanks for listening, guys. All right. Cheers. <laughs>